Hey, what time is it? It's brush hour. Space, a vast, empty void, the black, yawning nothingness, silent, devoid of any signs of life. Oh, wait, that's not space, that's the contents of Lewis's head. <laughs> Welcome to episode 11 of Rush Hour with me, Tim, my friend Will. Hello. And our friend Lewis. Harsh. Hello was harsh, wasn't it? Yeah. That's such an empty, bloody head then, you bean. Anyway, uh, right, because you're going you're gonna to get at me if I don't do this, if I use your actual name too many times, as you may have guessed, dear listener, the theme of today's episode is space. Extraterrestrial, actually. Yeah. Big up to uh, somebody on Twitter who um, suggested this to us. Yes, yeah, big up to that mysterious character. Uh, now, in keeping with today's theme, we're not going to be... Well, we are going to be calling each other by our names, but with a little uh, a little bit of a, an addition, alliterative addition. So I will be known as Terrestrial Tim. We will have White Dwarf Will. Hello. And, and Luna Lewis. Hello. Well, you just... I mean, White Dwarf Will, excuse me. You seem to be sort of on autopilot. Whenever I say your name in an introductory manner you always just go hello yeah regardless of when i do it even if it's at the very end yeah i'm an absolute professional that's why fair play you are actually um i rarely have any trouble from you (laughs) (laughs) sorry listeners (laughs) sorry sorry listeners i think we're gonna have to uh Turn the other cheek on that one, and we're going to begin actually with a section we've not had for a while. A uh, little bit of light relief. With, I wonder why. Uh, with <laughs> Tim's joke corner. That was actually the first time I've ever introduced that where the laughter where when I said my own name was uh, genuine. Of course, I should have said terrestrial Tim's joke corner. That's what uh, it yeah. is. Yeah. Do it again. Uh, right. This is going to be quite good. (laughs) Terrestrial Tim's joke corner. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) I was going to ask you before: is that your actual? Is that your laugh that you've recorded? No, this is this is what I thought was like canned laughter from YouTube. Um, As it turns out, it's it's actually a guy's laughter. It gets used in a lot of memes. Actually, um, it's I don't know if you've seen it. It's the one where something's about to happen and the guy's in it and he's going like, no, 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 no. And then it happens and then he starts laughing like that. <laughs> I don't recognize Listeners will know. Listeners will know. If right. you know, tweet that you you, you know. It's a All really right. shallow attempt to get more tweets. Not yeah. that I ever see them. I'm not on Twitter. But anyway, so yeah, it is in fact Terrestrial Tim's joke corner. Now, I've come up with a few ahead of time as requested by you lovely lads. Uh, a couple of these I'd already created a few years ago, but the rest of them were created this evening, and I can I swear to you that they are all created by me. So when you hear the quality, don't be don't be don't be suspicious. Yeah. So let's see how you get on with these. What do you call one asteroid bigger than the other? Mm. I don't know, Tim. What do you call one asteroid? Wait, I want no, I want to get it. I want to get um, it. It's not a puzzle. Uh, okay. It's not a riddle, pal. One astronaut bigger than the other. I think... didn't, even re- didn't even remember the setup properly. Yeah, I think you might be sort of sandbagging on the right, joke. Right, 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 Lewis line. all over. What's yeah. the punchline? It's not like the German guy to shit all over the humour segment. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Rude. <laughs> yeah, rude. Um, God, you guys, you're really, really, really bagging on me. This episode. Let's do yeah, this lay off him, eh? Yeah, Go on, what's your punchline? Poor Luna Lewis. I'm probably just going to start the joke again. I think. Yeah, maybe maybe this time don't interrupt. Well, I, I liked your I liked your feedback on that one. Will that was good? So let's try that again. Okay. What do you call one asteroid bigger than the other? I don't know, Tim. What do you call one asteroid bigger than the other? Meteor. All <laughs> <laughs> right, then it. Not three bad. Lewis. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, Luna Lewis. Yeah, wasn't Luna enough for you? It was okay, alright. Let's let's see how you get on with this one. What do you call a big Arctic predator crossed with the sun? A solar bear. 
Yeah, better. <laughs> okay. I like this one. This one's good. Did you hear about the parasite that tried to fly to the moon? He was a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, decent, yeah. You did uh, it in the right order. You have to be of a certain age to get this one. What have Aliens and Channel 5 got in common? Both extraterrestrial. Mm, stretching a bit with that, I think. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Why all right. the extra? That's the weak link. It's like it was Channel Five was added as like an, another terrestrial channel. Ah, that's oh yeah. shit, that's great, nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so great that we have to spend five minutes. Well, I didn't. You. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that because I didn't grow up in England. So yeah, yeah but sure, I mean, sure didn't. Now you do know. Do you think it's funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Firm yes on that one. A uh, hard yes, a hard lunar yes. All right, well, here's your next joke. This one's mature, real mature. Highbrow. What do you get if you cross a black hole with a planetary ring? Uranus. Yeah, I saw that coming, but still good delivery, terrestrial Tim. Thanks, Luna Lewis. Yeah. Pipe down, white dwarf Will. Your time will come. And then the last joke that I prepared for you. What's the best way to prepare for a trip to another world? Planet. Ah, did you come up with that? Yeah. Came with all I of them. imagine probably also someone else came up with that already. But yeah, yeah, good. probably. I also think that that meteor one probably exists in some capacity as well. I, I, that one I didn't like so much. But this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually think as well. Can we try? I know it's, it's kind of fallen flat a few times, but can we try an off-the-cuff one as well? I want to I wanna give it a go. I'm feeling it this week. For all of us, or just you? Well, I was thinking just me, but if we want to all have a crack, no. Let's mm. let's, let's put his, let's put your balls on the chopping block here, Tim. Okay, yeah, yeah that go sounds on, good. Then. On the space right. block. But this is a tough topic. So you gonna get thirty seconds. Lewis is gonna pick a topic. You've got thirty seconds to come up with a joke. Okay. I actually okay. I've I've got. I actually think this is. Probably doable. I think there's a couple of topics there. Basically, the topic is the sun. Sun. Okay. Perfect. And, Will, your task is to tell me about your latest dessert. Okay. Go. Well, Lewis, I was thinking maybe we could talk about Nutella in space. Now, (laughs) how do you think they would go about that? It would have to be like a sort of toothpaste tube, I suppose, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you know how expensive it is to carry like anything up there, and also the stuff that they bring up there is like dried because the water adds so much weight and it's so expensive. So I don't know if anyone's ever eaten Nutella in space. Oh, those guys are really missing out. Yeah, okay, I, mean, I think they've had it, but they just aren't eating it at the moment when they're in space. Although mm. that might be really good. I'm not sure if I could do it then. Go yeah, yeah I think terrestrial. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have the option, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think Terrestrial Tim might have a joke for us. Oh. Terrestrial Tim does have a joke for you. It's not my best work, but I already sort of blown my sun wad earlier a bit with Solar Bear. Um, okay. Did you hear about the year uh, the sun went supernova and just only one person survived? He was the sole survivor. What? Why? How is that why, funny? Why, yeah, why is Sol? What? What's the Sol? Because he's the Sol survivor, but Sol is also the name of the Sun. Is it? You, yeah. I didn't know that. Was that, was that a bit too, <laughs> a bit too, uh, a bit too sophisticated for you. I'd imagine you... the the more clued up listeners will have got that and will be laughing to themselves before switching over to Radio Four. Karen, how mean... um, how, how are you spelling that? S O L. S O L. Oh, like Sol. Yeah. Ah, yeah. is that why they're not a... like Sol? That's what I said. Well, yeah, I mean that's the name in Spanish, but like, what's that's the name in English as well? I think I think so. Latin. Well, it's certainly to do well, with it's it. Latin. Like... Okay, so it must be like the Latin name, which makes sense. That's why we have it in. Uh... Let's Google it. Let's find out. Do you reckon that beer is named after the sun? Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It's got a sun on it. <laughs> All right. Sol. Have they put like a smiley face on the picture of the sun? On the beer bowl. Like in um. Teletubbies. Yeah. Well, no, no. Probably that baby's an adult now. Maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're listening. Could be. Seriously, doubt it. 
We drank a soul last night. Might be a claim to fame, wouldn't we? We bagged, we bagged the Teletubby Sun as a listener. Oh, yeah. I thought, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I think that was a p- pretty successful Terrestrial Tim's Joke Corner. Moving on. Now, you guys understand this a bit better than me. I, is it, Lewis, are you fronting this? Did we no, say? go to, the, uh, go to uh, White Dwarf Will. Okay, uh, to yeah. White Dwarf Will to explain a little game that we're going to play, a little interactive game. Okay, so since it's an extraterrestrial-themed episode, we're going to build an alien together. So uh, for some reason, I think Tim didn't realise, but through uh, through lockdown, like famous people were getting together and they would like build famous people. Like you could build your perfect footballer so you could have like Messi's left foot, John Parkin's right foot, for example. <laughs> so we're going to build an alien. So, you know, we're going to basically start off with if we're going to, what's our dream alien? What colour would our alien be, guys? Oh, and the other Green thing is... a bit too obvious. For the listeners... Oh, I thought we started, no, sorry. <laughs> no, we were, but then I just remembered. For the listeners, I want you to grab a pen and a paper, and I want you to draw the alien as we describe it. And, or a pencil, and more pencil. artistic amongst you. Yeah, get as artsy as you like with this one, listener. Actually, watercolours. Yeah, a bit, bit of a paint. Um, maybe some felt. And basically, if you... Anyone who designs an alien sends it to us, you'll win a prize yet to be determined uh, what the prize wait, is. Wait, just the winner or you've, everyone? You, you've you've panicked and said that without thinking it through, haven't you? No, what? <laughs> what, two people to admit? What one. the hell kind of prize are we going to be able to offer? Um, Lots of prizes. All right, then. Well, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, Sounds yeah. like a white dwarf will scenario. Right. We might tweet but you're saying you every, every single person that sends it in is going to get a prize, not like the winner. Yeah, everyone's going to get a prize. What if this goes viral and we get thousands of <laughs> yeah. entries? Then they'll all get a prize. Well, that's maybe that. I mean, I'd be quite um, impressed at your, at your, you know, your your tactics if if that actually worked. The prize ended up with. It's not to say it's going to be an expensive prize or one that costs any money at all, but a prize is a prize. Yeah, there'll be some kind of reaction if you send something in. That's a surprise. Okay, so. Let's start off with the shape of our alien. So obviously, regular alien shape is like small body with a big head. But you know, our alien could be any shape. Got any thoughts, Lewis, on what shape you'd like our alien to be? Uh, well, so we want to make it. We want to make it successful in space. Right. <laughs> so, well, okay, actually, so this is an alien. Space, are, are we assuming business alien? We can. Are we, we can assuming? Do... Well, this okay. alien is like is like they're on a spacecraft. They're so or they're that, just, like okay. living on their own planet. So one of the other questions was going to be: we can do it first. Like, where does our alien live? So yeah, it, it, it could be in a spaceship. I think right, it's in a spaceship. It's in a spaceship, right? It's in a spaceship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's got to yeah, be. Yeah. It can't be like it's just a big ball of slime. No, it's got to have some structure. On it. Yeah, it's not going to be gaseous. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a solid body. We are yeah. cooking now. Ideally, it would be a little bit tall as well. Like to be honest, a little bit human-like because you just describe yourself. At... We're going with a human, yeah. a general human shape. That's fine. That's but fine. I would maybe say Is that really what we're going with. I would maybe say <laughs> uh, a little bit shorter. Like half the size of what humans are. Okay, half the size of a human. Yeah. Okay. Because what color? What color is our alien going to be? Go on. Uh, we should go green. green. Like we should really go green. Come on. I would like to. I would like to add something to the body. I think it should be a little rotund because I think this. I mean, you've got to think the, this alien has evolved for its. It must have come from a home planet and evolved to live on its home planet. It might be on a spaceship now, but I think this this alien is a bit rotund because this 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 alien comes from a planet that has a lot of undulation. It's like a giant skate park there. Okay, and it's also quite low gravity. So what this alien does, it's much quicker to get around if it just rolls like a ball, <laughs> yeah, like an armadillo. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm liking this. Now I think that the you know it's quite hot. This planet is, is high. This planet's particular sun is quite intense, so maybe sort of a bright red color skin, because I feel like that would deal with the the heat a bit better for whatever reason. I don't think green. 
I mean, okay. if I let you guys do this, if I hadn't well, said anything, be... we'd, have, we'd have had a human-shaped <laughs> green man. <laughs> no, like, I don't. Come I, on. I think, well, if it's a hot planet, then it needs to be quite light, right? So he needs to be a, quite a pale color. I yeah, think he's not going to get sunburnt, Tim, if he lives there. I think, I think of that's... Is. Uh, we got no. sunburnt, we live here. No, but uh, white, he's not going to... He's going to stay cooler, you know? Um, no, if he's white, he's going to burn... He's it gonna could be burn. silver to reflect no, he's the not sun. Gonna... Yeah, no, that, I like that. He's... Yeah, silver. Well, also white, pure white would also reflect the sun perfectly. We're not talking about the we're not talking about the material. We're talking about the color. Ooh, now what? We could get into the material, but but we won't. So okay, so (laughs) one more one more one more thing that's important that we're missing here: Uh, our alien is a friendly-looking alien, right? We don't want him to be menacing, so we want him to be like a pleasant color. So that's why I was thinking like an orange, or I mean, that's very human-like, but like maybe like a. What's not aggressive? Maybe Red he's is really vodka. Maybe Actually, like he's not orange, is he? His mates are. Like light pink is pretty friendly. I think like like like, like us then. So at the minute, okay, he's orange half... then. Orange. Let's go. Orange. Whatever's not like us. Orange. Let's go orange. So I'm minute... more than orange because that kind of fits my criteria about the sun as well. <laughs> at the minute, he's he's half the size of a human, a little rotund. Pleasant looking and orange. He really is just an umpalumper, isn't he? Like this is where we go with this. Right, what legs are we talking? <laughs> he likes to sing when kids get killed. Yeah. I I think because in in space there's gonna be like lots of like rocks lying around and all these kinds of things. So I think that he doesn't really have legs. I think he's got more of like a tank kind of thing, you know. So he's kind of got like a like a like a centipede <laughs> kind of bottom thing, you know, like a long <laughs> thing. Like yeah, a because also yeah, because if you if we think as well, he's he's bouncing around a lot. He can centipedes have the capacity to sort of roll. Not, I mean, I know that's more of a millipede thing, but you know, he can, the point is he can tuck himself into a ball still. If exactly, he's got those that little legs or whatever on. that's got at the bottom. Yeah, he just tucks them in. He just like slides them up in him. And then so he's can... saying he doesn't have legs as such. He's more like what, like a slug, yeah. slug's body type situation. Kind of like a slug he slides them on up him. Yeah, so but with feet saying. at the bottom, with feet, like okay. tiny feet. No legs. Have you ever seen? You know what a centipede is, right? Exactly. Okay. Imagine that poking out the bottom of a of an orange beach ball. Okay, and arms then. Of course, they have arms. Yeah, no, I'm saying what our alien. <laughs> <laughs> our alien. What arms does he have? <laughs> I think he what might have really, arms? really long arms. Because if he's, if he's, um... this is just, this is turning into like, like <laughs> Mr. Tickle shitting out a centipede. I was wait, 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 wait. Do, does yeah. he need arms? Because how does he control like? He I want to hear why control. he wouldn't need arms. Because he doesn't need to necessarily use something like, like maybe he has like a very long tongue, <laughs> <laughs> or or anything. Or... Or, or because he's like a blob, right? Maybe he just extends his body outwards in order to create an arm as Ooh, in, yeah. when he pleases. Yeah, that's that's an idea. And also, I think if he's going to be able to do that, he can also, should he need to, create wings. So what we're but saying is... That, basically, but no, no, he can't. No, he's not got wings. Otherwise, he wouldn't I don't think need to so, bounce yeah. around, would he? Yeah, exactly. So and he's, he's, he's quite fat, isn't he? So, yeah, so he's, he's, fucking, he's horrendous. He, can, he doesn't have arms, but he can... Exp- basically extend his body in whichever direction it needs to go. So he's like yeah. got almost like an unlimited amount of arms. Yeah, if he, if yeah. He, should he be in a situation exactly. that needs a hundred arms? If he's got a, a, a century of angry arm wrestlers to deal with. Okay, so um, let's move on to his arms, please. No, nope, oh. sorry, we just did arms. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to his arms, please. Eyes. So I'm Eyes. assuming he's got a head on top of the blob. Like that? Are we going with with a, a regular? No, head I don't think he has a head. I think his eyes are on the ball. Okay, so he's all so he's all ball at the minute. He's all ball, bro. Okay, blob like. Okay, this, so eyes... presumably that means, and also his his eyes could be at the top of his head because then that way yeah. kind of extend his blob in any direction. And have a look. What if his eyes can just move anywhere on that ball? Oh, they move uh, around. To, how is to... that going to work? I don't. How, I don't uh... how many eyes does he have? What? So, well? Hang on. So you're not opposed to the arms? Just <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But as soon as the eyes start moving, 
Yeah, but how is that going to work? It has to be connected to something. No, he's 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 like a gyro ball. <laughs> so, how many? How, how many it. eyes? How many eyes? Just the one, mate. So he's just got one. One. No, eye. that's stupid. He needs depth perception for his uh, bouncing mm. around. He's just might his have... his alien eyes have got a depth perception from just one. Yeah, I think that I think Lewis is right. Actually, that's not. That's not. To be honest, okay. I mean, like iPhone cameras. You know, like iPhones these days. Like, yeah, they yeah. have they have one camera by software. They can figure out like depth. They're not very good at it, but like an alien life form is going to be that times like a billion. Right. So. so that just They've makes your little... problem with the moving eyes even weirder because now he's got software built in. Well, no, no it's but... not software. It's just like super, super, super uh, advanced uh, yeah. eyes. Tim, come on. If, little... if an iPhone okay. can do it, the aliens can do it. But the eyes can't move. That would be fucking ridiculous. No, yeah, no, that would be weird, it... man. Okay, so he's just got one eye on the top of his head. Is it but he can like... kind of shape his head, you know? He can shape his body so he can like basically just extend it into like the right and it would just like kind of stick out, and then he would be looking in that direction, and he retracts it again. He's looking up. Okay. Um, okay. Ears. Nah. No ears. <laughs> nah. Okay. Does he not hear anything, or maybe he senses like vibrations instead of? Yeah, like a spider. Or something. Yeah, because he's got all of his legs, and he's in tune with nature. You know? Exactly. Exactly. He doesn't need to hear. Okay. Um, well, that might that might come in handy uh, in the upcoming war. Um, Oh Christ! <laughs> Mouth. No, you still want it to have that long tongue, Lewis? He can just—I well, think he can just make a hole in his body to ah, in, yeah. absorb things. Exactly. He just kind of like, like it ingests it like into a side and kind of curls around it. You know, like there's some animals that do that. Which animal does that? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is this is kind of your well, thing. Even yeah. like, um, don't octopuses do that? They kind of get. No, they have a- they have a beak. Yeah, it's really weird, actually, isn't it? <laughs> Do they? Um, yeah, so, yeah, so we're saying our alien, if, like, say, a fly landed on it, its body would just go and absorb it in. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Its mouth would just appear where it was needed. Okay, okay. okay. Nothing visible. And um, any nose? I think, and you are going to say nose, I think his skin can just smell. You don't think he has gills or anything like that? Maybe we should Why make one hole somewhere. You don't live underwater. I think no, we but... maybe should make one hole somewhere, you know, just to help with the eating and the breathing. Oh, yeah, I bet you want him to have a hole somewhere, you <laughs> dirty dog. Well, to be honest, also, it could serve also then for excretion because he will need to excrete. <laughs> like yeah, we, we didn't think about excreting. Is it going to have one, one hole, hole for excretion, breathing? Yeah, he has a blowhole. There you go. And he yeah. blows out his excrement like a whale. Exactly, and he also eats through it. He can he can send it ten meters, which is which is pretty high. Pretty high. <laughs> little in joke for uh, the more keen listeners. Yeah, that's a that's a little reward there. Well, that's one of your prizes, whoever wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chalk it up. Okay, so what about uh, we don't have to get too uh, into it, but what what are its uh, reproductive organs? Okay, so they look exactly like a male humans, but it's like three times the size of the rest of the alien. No, I'm not having that. That's I think it's... I like the ones... Um, I think it's uh, maybe sea, sea uh, horses or something. You like these, Where it's like you? a corkscrew, you know? That's ducks. Wait. And it, is it ducks? I've, well, it's I've one. got an idea. Is it mitosis or my, meiosis where cells kind of... Mm-hmm. Basically, you have you have two two of these aliens meet, and you know when you get one of those diagrams where it's two circles intersecting, and yeah. you have the middle bit. Basically, they that Osmosis. they do that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that there's that 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 common flesh in the middle. Sort of while they're hooked together, it kind of separates into a third one. Yeah, I like that. Like a baby one splits into yeah. a. Hmm. Cool. Okay. Um. So. And also, it's damn pleasurable for them. Don't worry <laughs> about that. Yeah, God. <laughs> okay, and then finally, what are his hobbies? Hobbies? Uh, well, he likes bouncing. No, that's more that's more of a need than a hobby. Um, they like to create sweet music together. What sort of music would it sound like, Tim? Um, sort of like... 
the blowhole. <laughs> yeah, it all comes out of the blowhole. Blowholes. Yeah. Also, because they're soft, I think they're like they might be a little bit slimy, or at least their skin is a little bit dry. And yeah. so they what they like to do is they like to go up against like like hard objects or like walls and like just rub against it to kind of like peel off old skin. <laughs> A bit specific, but why not? Yeah, that's a hobby for this creature. That's yeah, rubbing on it. hard objects. They love it. You, you can't stop them. Can't also, stop them. I wouldn't try. I don't think <laughs> this creature that's mastered into stellar travel spends one of his hobbies <laughs> oh, yeah. rubbing itself against hard objects. So it's, it's bouncing around, rubbing <laughs> on things, and going, and then somehow it's cobbled together <laughs> some kind of intergalactic spacecraft. Okay, and finally, what is the alien's name? Roger. Roger. Nah, that's called... Well, it would be... Is it like... Is it what we would name it if we discovered it? Because obviously they'd have their own language. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it would be... What we. What would we call it? The Centipodians. Good name. That is actually a good name, yeah. Thanks. I don't think I'll okay. come up with a better one. So, listeners, I hope you got that. I'm going to run through it all again for your drawings. Like I say, <laughs> the person who comes up with the best drawings wins a prize. I just changed the rules subtly there, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, subtle. I didn't catch that until you bloody blurted it out. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so, we have the Centipodian. So, it's half the size of a human, a little rotund and pleasant-looking. It's orange. It's got no legs. It's like a slug, but with feet poking at the bottom that it can roll up. Like a centipede, then. Like a centipede. It's, it's called a centipede. Oh, yeah, go on. What? What's wrong with that? Centipodian, but it has no legs. Right. Well, it's got. <laughs> it's got. It's got loads of little legs that it can. Loads of them. Poke back up if it needs to. Um. So part of the reason why it's so big as well is because it it likes to slide around. I think you said. Um. It doesn't have static arms. Bounce around. It's and it's half the size of a human. It's not yeah. big. It's like three foot. It just it's it so it just extends as and when required in the direction that humans' arms would extend. It's just a blob with no head. Um, <laughs> it's got one eye on top of its head, which cannot move. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a real, real stickler for that. You can extend yeah. it in any direction. Uh, so, oh, uh... oh, so now its eye can move. Yeah, I but think not, Lewis, not as opposed to it moving around on the surface of the. Oh board. right, okay. Exactly. For some reason, that was a real deal breaker for him. That's ridiculous. That was okay. happen. It can extend in any direction. Um, its mouth is anywhere on its body. It just appears to eat. Um, it, Notice he has no problem with that. Yeah, it's got a blowhole <laughs> that it uses to. Uh, big time. Breathe, I suppose, and also blow out. <laughs> Yeah, wildly. Yeah. It mates by just crushing together with another centipodian and from from the yeah. two of them. Are... Do they have genders? I don't think they have genders. Well, nah, do they, they have just... genders or do they have sex? Neither. It's just yeah, everyone's just... just the same. They're all just they're all a yeah, centipodian. Yeah, sort of there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't have any gender roles in society. No. Um. And it lives on a spaceship, but it's from <laughs> it's from a planet with intense weather that's shaped like a giant skate park. And its hobbies include. So hang on, hang on. I've got to pick you up on a few points there. Yeah. It's intense weather. It's just the sun is just a bit closer than ours, so it's quite hot. Okay. And also, it's not shaped like a skate park. <laughs> like it's it's just like Tony Hawk's Wet Dream. <laughs> like it's just it's, it's just like there's a lot of sort of smooth hills and inclines and stuff. Like you okay. know. Okay, okay. And his hobbies are making music and rubbing against hard objects. <laughs> rubbing Perfect. against hard objects to shed its skin. Um, and it's on a spaceship. It's heading to Earth. And um, yeah, we'll we'll soon be engaged in. Yeah, we'll soon be the death. We'll be doomed. The centipodian. Hmm. I reckon we could take him. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, Lewis, I think you maybe want to talk about what if we were to meet an alien, what an, an actual alien would look like. Well, I guess we kind of yeah. just covered that. Basically, well, I was going to do no, that. No. <laughs> I, I, I just do my quick intro. The year is 2387. Aliens. <laughs> aliens visit Earth. What do you imagine aliens to look like? So that's basically the intro. <laughs> so the intro is like, imagine yourself 
<laughs> Imagine oh, actually God. aliens would actually be here. What's the most likely? Yeah, I got that. You, you, your explanation didn't give me any new information to work with. <laughs> well, now you've got all the information. But realistically, <laughs> we don't fucking know. So I, I think we can go with the one that we've already chosen. No, no, no. That's not at all what I would expect an alien to look like. I would expect an alien to look not dissimilar from us, really. Because I'd imagine if, if life is going to evolve, it's going to be under similar, similar conditions. No, that's such a narrow way of looking at it, Tim. That's stupid. Oh, sorry. That's just what I think. <laughs> I think the most way. likely, like, this, the, the idea from this as well came from an article that was in the news, like, this week, you know, where they found, like, I think it was on Pluto, uh, mm-hmm. in, like, the gas, whatever, gases above the, the stratosphere, whatever. They found um, They found, like, some, exactly, some, or, some, some elements that are apparently usually only produced by life forms. And, like, they found, like, the penguins guts or whatever um and so like the thought my thought is like probably like it's just we're not talking about alien, like my thought is maybe they're just gaseous little microbes or whatever they're alive but they're like bacteria yeah and they just happen to float by earth and we find it and they're alive but they don't have to die. i think that's the most likely thing for us to find yeah I think you're probably right there. Well, obviously, I think if we do meet life from another planet, it's going to be basically like like moss or something, isn't it, to start you with? You guys are so weird. Yeah. Honestly, but then again... Lewis, Lewis's idea was that some gaseous microbes float past Earth, and then you and you just drank that down. No problem, didn't you? What? Yeah. Then again, the thing is, they would have to survive in, vac- in, in the vacuum of space. Could yeah. they do that? I guess they could, because it's a big gaseous cloud, and there's microbes, well, I guess, and there's I guess also like, problem, different elements like, that they can live off. Just like is 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 it possible for life to exist in that in that in those circumstances? I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. well, because we have those say, like though? little what are they called? water cows or whatever they called? You know those tiny Man- water bears. Water bears. They can survive. Oh god, I can imagine uh, Neil Armstrong looking out the window. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> those uh, those uh, water bears they can survive in space in vacuum. Yeah, they so... can if they if they're made to. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think it's they don't have the means to get there themselves. You see, is my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what about though? You could also have um, a situation where, like, an animal, like a what if it was like a size of a blue whale, and it was bones and stuff were so strong that it could withstand the pressure of the vacuum, like it's as it's... strong as a spaceship, and it just holds its breath for so long that it jumps from planet to planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could. Yeah, not I see cool. the benefit of that. Like it was, it's quite. Uh, but then life finds a way. Life finds a way. God damn it, Tim! <laughs> this 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 space whale holding its breath. I'm just imagining him floating, like you know when you just hold you, uh, in a cartoon when something holds its breath and its cheeks puff out. Well, no, but maybe <laughs> maybe um, maybe like the aliens on another planet are using this space whale as just a means of transportation. So, like, instead of ships, they ride animals from planet to planet. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's quite nice to think about. I'd love aliens to exist. I mean, if if our if if the common theories about the universe are correct, I'd imagine that they do exist somewhere. You know, if the universe or is infinite or whatever, they have to. Or like, they it's, will. It's a mathematical point. certainty. Yeah. yeah. It's just. I mean, if the universe is endless but also ever expanding. Is there's like a theory, isn't there, that every basically every possible scenario is happening somewhere? So like yeah. somewhere, like the multiverse theory. Well, it's not. It, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that the universe is infinite. I think that there's infinite um, dimensions. Yeah, that I think that's yeah, that's one like yeah. So, so and, and within the them, every possibility one, yeah. exists. This is what this. Uh, my friend from work is going to kill me for bringing this up. I think she probably saw it coming a mile away. The monkeys and typewriters thing. I bloody love that. You just say it to people, and they just like no, no. And then I say yeah. it's not can't. It's it's not up for debate. <laughs> and they're like, no, wouldn't happen. Like, but it would. Like it yeah. would. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, it's just simply that um, if you had, well, it, it only requires either the monkeys or the typewriters to be infinite, or for there to just be infinite time. As long as infinity is involved, they would inevitably, by accident, write the entire works of Shakespeare. Yeah. And indeed, everything else. And indeed, the works of Shakespeare a thousand times in a row. In a row. You seen yeah. that? Um... I think it's a Simpsons sketch. <laughs> yeah. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. Uh, Very funny. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that was cool. Um, now, I think you are, you're the front man for this next little bit, aren't you? Um, White Dwarf Will. 
Am I? Which is a section I believe you simply call five thumbs up and five thumbs down. <laughs> very like unclear a freakish, about freakish alien who doesn't, who doesn't need fingers. Yes. Well, you know, I'm as you might have, uh, as you two might know, I'm quite a fan of the old sci-fi. One of my friends, Kieran, he isn't as big of a fan of sci-fi as me, and he doesn't know anything about sci-fi compared to me. But I've put together my five best space things and my five worst space things. I'll just, just are, you ready, are you ready to hear Will's five best space things? <laughs> what does that mean, space things? Just well, anything to do with space. Okay. Should we strap in and find out, yeah, Luna well, Lewis? Perfect. So, um, actually, to be honest, reading through them, oh, they're no. all... <laughs> Uh, fictional. So, okay. <laughs> number Great. one. Number one is the film Interstellar. I think it's probably my favorite. Oh film. yeah, should have known. Yeah, pretty good. Is that actually your number one, or is that just the first one? No, that's number one. But specifically, I want to mention the robots in uh, Interstellar: Tars, Case, Plex, and Kip. Mm. Uh, they're really good guys. Uh, what I like about those robots is um, often in like space films, the robots tend to go evil and and. Uh, cause havoc but in this one the robots are just legends all the way through um, no veris that's for sure well hmm. um, starship troopers oh no he's one of your five isn't he no, he's not <laughs> actually he's not, I'm not even mentioning veris well slightly I might mention him in a little bit so number two is starship troopers don't know if you've seen that either of you yeah I love that movie. film Great movie. that film where they, they put all the men and women in the shower together for some reason yeah because it, well it's in grown-up society tim they don't see men and women they just see bodies but then later on they fuck each other well yeah obviously well obviously they do yeah, yeah. what else are you gonna do <laughs> little sing song <laughs> yeah oh such a that is a really good film i love that film yeah it's good good film there's a lot of yeah. um it's apparently it was written like as a anti-fascism story basically and at the end yeah if you watch it again it's all about like uh basically how the government is like a a fascist government that is angling for war against the bugs and there's actually like people have written like theories about how the bugs didn't even start the war like it was like a false flag attack to get to that they give them an excuse to go and attack the bugs Ooh, kind of like uh well we all know yeah. Well, it's only politics, yeah. but no, uh, yeah, we all know. Into that. And then uh, we'll, we'll have nine. Uh, I just, I just leave it at that. <laughs> at the end of the episode, even like uh, the guy who's one of the main characters comes out and he's wearing like basically a full SS uniform. Oh yeah, the guy can read his the, yeah. the, the bug's yeah. mind. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's afraid. <laughs> Is that the guy who plays? Is that the guy who plays Barney in is, How I Met Your Mother? I thought it was. Where have I pulled that it, from? I've remembered it well. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, no way. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> As if after we watch that. Yeah, it's all about like nationalism and stuff and like they're at school and they're being told at school, they're being taught like you you only way you're of any worth is if you serve and join the army and earn your right as a citizen and stuff. Isn't that didn't that coin the whole thing like the only good bug is a dead bug? Yeah, that's isn't that yeah, like the origin yeah. of that little thing. Yeah. yeah. Um so that's my second best space thing. My third best space <laughs> thing is a similar film which I'm watching I'm reading no, it's not even a film, it's a book. What I've just started <laughs> reading now. <laughs> yeah. It's called this book called The Forever War which is a similar sort of thing to Starship Troopers. But um, what I like about this book is uh, the spaceships travel and it takes like millions of years because they're, they're at war with like this race of aliens on the other side of the universe. And um, How did they get into war? Oh, yeah, It seems a bit of a waste of time, doesn't it, really? It's so far apart. Why didn't they just stay out of each other's way? Ugh. Humans, eh? And... Um, Basically, what's, what I like about this is because <laughs> okay. it takes so long to travel, they get there and thousands of years might have passed by the time they meet this other spaceship and they've no idea if it's going to be an outdated one or a modern one. Like, it could be miles newer than their spaceship. That's like, quite cool. That's yeah, cool. Like I'd, have to, I'd have to read it to see how it, like you say, Lewis, how it makes it plausible that they're in this situation. Oh, it's, it's a plausible, cool right? Yeah. yeah, I like that. Is, that, uh, is there a movie? I don't think so. You might have to read the book. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, number four is 2001 A Space Odyssey. So this is um, 
a film and a book. The film is like famous for the special effects are like incredible in this film, and like the way it depicts space travel is um, visionary because it was made in like the sixties, but it does it really, really well, and it's regarded as like one of the best space films. But I prefer the book myself because I think the space, I think the film is, a, it, although it's just a bit boring basically. And then um, number five is Altered Carbon. You seen Altered Carbon? Isn't that a series? I know of it. There's a book and a series, Lewis, so you could watch the series. And you should watch 2001 as well. Isn't the series close to, um, similar to Black Mirror? Sort of. Well, so Altered Carbon, no. In fact, no. Okay. Altered Carbon is basically uh, in the future where humans are basically, when you're born, you have like like a chip inserted into your spine. And if you die... They can like load you back up into a new body, and they call the body sleeves. And you have your stack, which is where your brain is, and like you only get one. And if it gets damaged, then you get real death. But you can, uh, if you're like really rich, you can back yourself up so you never die. But then like poor people can't, and it's really good, good, good concept for a story. Recommend anybody. It's a series on Netflix you could watch, or a book. Then five worst space things. One second. The cat just opened the door. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was one of Wait, his worst space things. No, that wasn't one of my space things. A cat worst space things. or the cat? cat. The cat. Oh, here we, here we go. No, but, no, but uh, the, door? Oh, the cat just opened God, the door. Opened it again. Oh, just the living room door. Okay, my five worst space things. So one of my toss five best space things was going to be Isaac Asimov, who's a writer who's like one of the, I think he's like one of the granddaddies of sci-fi writing. And I was going to put him as one of my best five space things, but then it turns out reading about him that he's actually a giant giant sex pest who used to grow up (laughs) women all the time. Oh dear. No. Oh dear. Yeah, so he's out. Uh, Number two, the film Gravity. Shit. Really? Yes. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Gravity. No one's... I'm not buying Come it. Come on. <laughs> it, it, it creates some suspense. That moment when she's like flying loose through the air. <laughs> it creates some suspense. <laughs> yeah, that was... A, that because was that a, could be literally any film ever made. No, but that was a tense moment. They built that up really well. I. Yeah, maybe it also be a tense moment if uh, you, you're getting mugged, but you wouldn't praise it. Oh, no, but you? they made it seem really... Um, I don't know. People love to hate on that movie. I think it, it's underrated. I think it's actually pretty good. All right, it's on my five worst space yeah, things. This is actually Will's uh, five thumbs down. So it's well, it's taking a guess... pounding. Okay. White Dwarf Will, I should say. Um, yeah. Number three, robots that have two legs instead of a wheel. That always annoys me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> Listeners will remember that Robert Verris, famous robot, has a wheel, and it's yeah, it's just so much more, so much more mild. Why does he? Uh, why does he have a wheel there, Will? Why? Let's be honest with the listeners. Why does he have a wheel and not legs? <laughs> I don't know. I can't actually remember. Because it was easier to draw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no more, no less. Number four is every Star Wars film since the originals and Rogue One, which was quite good. Because the rest of them are just shit. Let's be honest. So you're saying the first seven are good. No, no, the first three are good. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> finally, this is a controversial one for the uh, for the Ooh. for the sci-fi fans out there. Is Philip K. Dick? So again, oh, so, I think I've read one of his books once. Is it the penultimate truth? Might be. Yeah, he's written absolutely tons of books. Let's have a look at that. I'm he's written that loads of thought. famous books and. I tried to read three or four of them, and they're always like amazing to start out with. Always like amazing concepts. And you think like, oh, this is cool. And they're like real page turners. And then it turns out at the end, he's always like, I think he was like always high when he was writing. And then at the end, it's always like, it turns out that actually the main character was actually God. And he was riding a bike up a hill and it was misty. And like the whole thing is just bananas and doesn't make any sense. So I'm putting him on my five worst things because he, I feel he promises so much, but delivers very little. Well, I might be wrong here. I, well, I was right, actually, because Philip K. Dick did, in fact, write The Penultimate Truth, which is one of the books on my course at uni. And more importantly, is one of the books that I actually deigned to read while I was doing my course. And mean- I remember, I might be wrong, I actually read it. Oh. Is what I mean. Um, and I think it's got, it's, it might be the book that has Ice Nine in it. 
It's like this con I think it's that where it's like if th- there's this now then this is like ten years ago, but there's like if if this 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 thing touches water, it just freezes all the water on the planet and then it happens at the end and then everyone dies. And people commit suicide by putting their lips to the floor and stuff. It's a bit heavy. Yeah, they always I'm get really weird. Might be the wrong book actually. <laughs> mm. But he did write um Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is what they made into Blade Runner. Oh. Yeah, and um, they yeah. I mean, actually, no. Nah, he's not one of the five worst best things. That's ridiculous. We need to put him on there. I'm taking him off. I'm putting him on the best things. Nah, keep him on. Like, obviously, no, no, if, no, if, no. You had, if you had time no. to think about it, I'm putting him on the. It's now six best space things. Six, sixty four and four worst. <laughs> that's a big. That's a massive promotion to go from yeah. your bottom five to your very top five. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's, I've just thought about it, and it's, the- it's almost as if you didn't put that much thought into the section. But obviously, we know that, <laughs> I mean, that that's that's hardly going to be the case is it you know i did put thought into this i even did re- proper research and everything but i think i was thinking i couldn't think of things i didn't like about space and sci-fi so i just <laughs> i feel like if i'd suggested the section it would be based on an idea that i'd already had formulating so why'd you be like yep five worst space things now what what could those things be <laughs> do it the other way around well anyway, no, i would i would um i enjoyed that little section a little insight into will's sad little personal life there yes yeah, my six um, best space things I don't have any of them, but I do want to just chuck this in there. One thing that does annoy me about space in media, and that is space battles with sound effects. Because, yeah, I get it. It's cinematic or whatever, but you shouldn't be able to hear anything. No, well, it depends on your perspective. Well, if you're in if you're in the ship, I get that. But if it's like a, if it's like a shot from like a long shot, like and the, and the camera inverted commas camera is out in space, those shots you shouldn't hear anything. Yeah, no, yeah, you're probably right. Though. The only, the only, the only stuff you hear is things hitting you and stuff. It's a recreation of the actual battles. Not the no, actual it's not battles. that. It's not. It's not that. Is it? It's simply because they they don't include it, the realism on that because it's more cinematic to have sound effects. Yeah, well, yeah, That's obvi- why they do yeah, it. Yeah, obviously, my explanation was not real. <laughs> you should not watch a recreation um, of an actual battle. If if that gets you, Tim, you should watch Two Thousand and One: A Space Odyssey. A lot of silence in that film. I prefer two thousand and two. I think it looked good on your uh, on your telly, actually. Yeah, lots a lot of things do. Speaking of good things that look good on my TV, one thing about space I do like is Super Mario Galaxy. Good game. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's move things along. We've got uh, what's become a regular feature now: a little bit of a quiz from uh, Luna Lewis. I'd imagine it's probably going to be around about space. It is. It is indeed. Um, and as you can tell by my limited uh, interaction in the last section, I'm less into the the media side of space things. In fact, those kinds of sci-fi media movies and books. Yeah, we we established this, didn't we? All. You're not into the whole. You're not into fantasy, are you? No, like Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, actually, bring, bring us Park. back down to earth, Lewis. You did, say, you, though, you, you did say you loved Starship Troopers, though. I liked it. Yeah, but that's you like that's it. not like a thing. That's like a comedy. <laughs> you know what I mean that's not like a thing that takes it seriously anyway my yeah. my quiz is more about like actual science and stuff like that because I think it's a bit more alright cool I'm into this hit right. us with a goddamn so, motherfucking quiz yeah come on quiz, quiz us up quiz us to the moon and back I think there's one that you might actually get I was trying to find, I think most of these questions like most of the things I thought of you would have had absolutely zero idea so tell, tell us I've them. come up with three that I think you might have a chance with but okay this one is quite tricky to start with, but it's a, it's a quick one. So, excluding the United States, Russia, and USSR, and China, which <laughs> nation has bred the most astronauts? Kazakhstan. And I want the top three, as yeah. always. And you can guess how many if you want. Why have you said that, Will? Well, I just know Kazakhstan has a big space program. Isn't that where Borat's from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's probably offensive to Kazakhstanians that that's what you think of. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, didn't, I can't. I can't say I did think of their space program first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, does an astronaut have to be from? Like, does it? Do they have to be born in the country that has the space program? I think a lot of anyway, Brits have been. Did you, uh, you mention Britain in your list, Lewis? Nope. I right, let's Britain. chuck Britain in there. Yeah. Let's chuck Kazakhstan in there, and let's say I'm going to say Finland. That's my obviously Britain will be in there because we're the best. 
Yeah, we're fucking best. Yeah. Yeah. Centipodians were created by an Englishman, I've heard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. Third of it was created by a German. Yeah, but obviously, we just, we'll call it British. The name was created by a. a Right. Final final answers Kazakhstan, Britain, Finland. Yeah. God, the British are shit once again. No correct answers. <laughs> Jesus, I don't... Oh, I, okay. had to, I had to fight back. No correct answers. Um, <laughs> in number three, we've got France with uh, 10. In number two, we've got Germany with 11. Big up. And number one... You want to take another guess? Nah. It's Japan. 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 Oh, yeah. Did you say Japan? That would have been my guess. Well... Yes, it's not a, not initially, yeah. but I, I yeah. said Japan. I said Japan. Then I think I would check another replay. Like I, said Japan. I, don't, no, okay. I don't care because we got it wrong anyway. It doesn't matter, does anyway, it? US is like three hundred fifty or something. You, you, Russia and US is always like two hundred fifty or something. China only eleven, but I didn't want to make it tied with Germany, so I just took it out. Yeah, I wonder probably, why. Um, probably Britain built all the spaceships or something, though, right, Tim? Yeah, I don't yeah, think I they have anything so. to do with anything so. related yeah. to space. Yeah, we would have built. We, it. we we built the moon, pal. Yeah. Just don't look on the other side of it, okay? Yeah. It's quite a lot of scaffolding. Question two. <laughs> Question two. Um, which planets in the solar system have the most moons? Jupiter. I have absolutely no idea. I think Jupiter has three. I might be wrong. Are you wanting three answers? Mm-hmm. Jupiter... And also with the with the number of moons, if you can get there. To I guess. think Jupiter's three. I might be off base, but let's say Jupiter with three. I think I feel like bigger planets have more chance of having moons. Mm. Let's say um, Saturn as well. Why not? And Uranus. Yeah, that's not. A I don't planet. know. Any moons. No, he's going to get us on the technicality. And Uranus is tiny anyway. Is it? Yeah. Why is Uranus not a planet? It's a moon itself. Is it? Yeah. For what? I don't know. <laughs> your fucking ego alright then what like I'll take that Uranus orbits my ego <laughs> uh, um, what's the other big planet the Neptune yeah let's go with Neptune alright Jupiter Saturn Neptune we're not going to say how many moons because we don't know enough one two three yeah three Jupiter moons and then yeah go lock in alright number three Uranus it's not a planet. You're thinking well, of Pluto, aren't you? It is. It's, it's not a planet. planet. And it's got 27 moons. That's number Ooh. three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, number two, Saturn. Good work. It's 62. Okay. 62. Um, and the biggest one is called Titan. You might have heard of it. And it's the second largest <laughs> moon in the solar system. Okay. Um, and number one, Jupiter. That's right. Not three which moons, course, though. Which, which you of course, guess how many? has... Uh, I know how many. You say first. <laughs> 79. 79 moons, yeah. yeah. 79 Uranus. moons, imagine that. Uranus is a planet. I just Googled it. Yeah, it I is. thought it was a moon. No. I thought they downgraded it. Great, so we would have got it. We would have got the planets right if you had waded in. But, well, still, two out of three. Um, and yeah, the I'll take that. Moons, right. The largest moons are known as the... Uh, from Jupiter, Io. as the... No, Galilean moons. Because they were discovered by... Isn't it Galilean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I I know Io is one of Jupiter's moons. I do know that. Uh, Well, they were discovered by Galileo in 1610. That's pretty early. And... uh, (laughs) Better than we are. Not the Brits, of course. Ganymede? Tim? No. Uh, terrestrial Tiffany? I don't know. Ganymede. Ganymede. Yeah. Is that, is that a question? No, that's no, the planet. moon. That's the largest moon um, of Jupiter. Also the largest moon in the solar system. And uh, Jupiter, that, that one, the Ganymede and Titan as well, both of them are bigger than the planet Mercury. Wow. That's pretty crazy. All right, cool. Let's crack on. Yeah, third and final one. This is a little bit more scientific. Um, but to be honest, it's, it is, I think you can get it. So... Um, now we're talking generally about the universe as a whole, okay? Um, just in general, in the universe, what are the most common elements in the universe? And also, if you can, what uh, you know percentage of the of the 
universe? You know, around about what percentage of of, of uh, atoms or uh, elements? I want to I want to say argon, and I don't really know why. All right, well, let's go with argon. Let's go with that gut, and I also want to say nitrogen, which might be way off. And I want to say carbon. Yeah, let's go with those three. Okay, can I? Uh, can you take another guess? Because think about think about uh, the atomic weight of different elements. Oh okay. yeah, well I just stop and think about the atomic <laughs> weight of different elements. No, but if you can remember, think about the atomic weight and think about where these elements. Hydrogen. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right then. Instead of yeah. nitrogen. Yeah. And the rest. Argon, of- hydrogen, carbon. Actually, I don't think carbon, because that's like the life element, isn't it? I know that's really sort of layman science, but no, yeah. right, no, let's just lock it in. Let's yeah. just go. Right. Right. Number three, oxygen. Um, and oxygen is the most common he- heavy element. Um, it's about 1% of all atoms, and it uh, rises from fusion in massive pre-no- supernova stars. Number two is helium. Helium is about 28%. Mm. 25% uh, were formed in the Big Bang and three were formed from stellar fusion. And number one, uh, hydrogen, indeed. Um, so it's created during the Hot Bang. <laughs> Did I get argon from? Hot big, uh, the Big Bang. And hydrogen, of course, is like the fuel for stars, like one of the main sources of fuel for stars. Um, and so at the moment, around 70% of the universe uh, is hydrogen. Helium, hydrogen, oxygen. That's a bit boring, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the quiz like one that. of those things, yeah, that you you know, just now you'll remember. Later in life, it'll still be the same. So now you remember. It's like the it's like the age of the universe or the age of the Earth. You learn it once, and you'll always know it. Mm. <laughs> All right then. All right, okay, that's the so quiz. That's uh, Lewis's quiz. All right, so back to you, Will, because it is time for. Sorry, sorry. No, White Dwarf Will. Yeah. White Dwarf Will. It's time for White Dwarf Wills. Oh, I've completely... (laughs) (laughs) White Dwarf... Hang on. How do I normally do this? White Dwarf Wills. Spooky story. Yeah, that'll do. Oh! <laughs> Talking about not hearing explosions. For you, sure I'll hear them in my living room. For you, having done this eleven times, you sure aren't very good at uh, making sounds on your computer. What a fucking car crash that was! Yeah, but in my defence, fuck you. Hmm. How about that? Go on, White Dwarf Will. Not space themed, I know, but it, it you had it coming. Pal. I need my music. Oh yep, you sure do. <laughs> this is a this is a oh. car crash. It is. This is a space. This is a spaceship crash. Yeah, it is. The uh, centipedes were on, on on. <laughs> they were on way to Earth. Oh, they've intercepted just, this and they've, they've turned around and heading back home. Oh, they don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You're in. Today's spooky story comes from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> According to a retired chief of NASA communications, Maurice Chatelain, writing in his book, Our Cosmic Ancestors, published in 1985, only moments before Neil Armstrong stepped down the ladder to step foot on the moon, two UFOs hovered overhead. Edward Aldrin, another spaceman, took several pictures of them. Spaceman? (laughs) (laughs) Who says it like that? (laughs) Some of these photographs have been published in the July 1975 issue of Modern People magazine. There were two minutes of radio silence after Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon. NASA claimed one of the television cameras overheated. So what was the transmission lost to Houston? These babies are huge, sir. (laughs) Enormous. Oh, God, you wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you, there are other spacecraft out here, lined up on the far side of the crater's edge. They're on the moon, watching us. Neil Armstrong kept his lips sealed tightly about what happened. Articulate. Why? But enough credible people corroborate that in 1969, we not only landed on the moon, 
but also had one of the most significant extraterrestrial encounters of all time. Nice. But why? Why did he not say anything? Because it's, it's bollocks. No, because NASA told him not to. Why did they tell him <laughs> not to? Because they don't want us to know, man. Why not? <sighs> why not? Yeah. Probably because they don't want to cause mass panic? Because well, NASA stands for not allowing spreading of aliens. Yes. Well, I would yeah, have thought... Exactly right, Tim. I would have thought, Lewis, Tim. that the Americans have made a deal with these aliens. Ah, it's financial. Yeah, I would have thought. So. Yeah. I would have thought so. I mean, there's people questioning the moon landing in the first place, but let's blast straight through that and just say, yeah, there are two UFOs there as well, and an extremely <laughs> articulate speech for a man who was stood on the moon. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you are I, saying that the chief of NASA communications is is lying, but okay, that that's fine. You obviously know better. Yeah, yeah, I am. Nah, I mean, I would love for that to be true. Yeah, my favorite bit of the story was when you start by going, "This tale takes place in outer space." And then you talk for a minute about on Earth. <laughs> yeah, all right. You talk about the book that I, was written in 1875. It wasn't actually a very good story, was it? I loved when you just peppered it with, with dates and details, like a history lecture. <laughs> the only spooky thing about that story was just your, re- your reading skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't do it that well. I'll do better. Yeah, that, was, that was good. That was good. I never actually heard that think, either. Yeah. Like, I've never heard that before. Spooky. Is that an actual conspiracy theory then? Is that what people actually believe? Well, that's what I'm saying. The guy, that the former, the chief of NASA communications said that that's what Neil Armstrong messaged and it um, was hidden. Okay, well, what about these photos then? Have you, can, have you found um, them? If they're posted, <laughs> then they should be somewhere. People that's magazine. Just, Which year? Uh, <laughs> 1980-75. Oh, you're just going to flick through your back issues. <laughs> 1975. 1980-75 issue of Modern People magazine. You've got that one, I think, haven't you? Lewis? I've got it right here on my desktop. Um, okay, yeah, I can see the photos here. That's pretty weird. Mm. Two balls of light similar to those witnessed by Neil Armstrong <laughs> and Buzz Aldrin. Two balls of light similar to the sun and the earth. No, no, no. I mean, that looks like UFOs. Yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, but if, if, it's, if it is the sun and the earth, then they're IFOs, aren't they? No, no because we don't know what they are, we don't specifically. Know what they are. A cigar-shaped object with a bright light next to it. That looks pretty. That looks pretty UFO-like to me. Yeah, a always... cigar-shaped object with a bright light on the end sounds to me a bit like a cigar. No, they're <laughs> always <be> cigar-shaped. <laughs> they're always cigar-shaped. They are yeah. always cigar-shaped. That's a fact. Mm. It's... Spooky. Yeah, That's the spookiest one yet. Oh, I was Lewis liked that one. Yeah. He did. He, he was a real. I did as well. I like the fact that I'd not heard that story before. All right. Well, um, coming up to the end now, but I think we can just quickly bounce back to Lewis for uh, his. Uh, Lewis's two truths and one lie. Nice. Oh, <laughs> God, this is not the first time. Too short. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> um, today's two truths, one lie is a real head scratcher. I think. I think I've uh, come up with a good set. We usually get it right, don't we? So let's yeah. let's let's come on. With well, it. no, I don't think you usually get it right. On, I think, you it right. I think yeah. about half the time. Yeah, I, I think about half the time. Right, Hard then. job getting one past us. Give it your best shot. So, yeah. number one, with with the with the with the uh, the Schmeichels of um, two truths, one lie. Yeah. <laughs> the sun produces more solar energy every minute than the entire energy needs of human civilization going backwards. Basically, since yeah, I think that's probably true. Yeah, I could buy that. Turts buy that. Okay, number two. There are three planets in the solar system without any moons. Okay. I think that's also true. I'm buying that also. Okay. And the largest known star is over 2,000 times the size of our sun. Right, okay. That one's the lie, because I know that there are stars out there that are like 5 million times the size of our sun. Now, the second yeah, one I thought was going to be a lie at first, because um, that only leaves three no, it doesn't. It leaves four remaining planets, actually. Wait, but, but just, just, just to say, just, sorry, just on your math just now, over 2,000 is less than over 5 million. So... Yeah, that's what you're saying. So, But I'm saying it's over 2,000 times. So if you're Which saying it's something true. 5 million times, it would still be true. Yeah, I suppose it would just be. Based on that logic, just based on that but logic. You're not going to get me on that, Lewis. Try and get us on those... Right. Technicalities like you're I 
Should we go with three? But I think it could also be two, to be fair. Let's have it. Just... Yeah, let's back, yeah. back your gut, Tim. Back your considerable gut. You're lying to us. Well, you're not lying to us. You've just got it wrong about the uh, about number three. Yeah. No, you've got it very wrong. Uh, number three is correct. Ah. There are three stars. <laughs> There's three stars, known stars, that are over 2,000 times the size of our sun. The largest, Stevenson 218, is 2,150 times as large as our oh, sun. Maybe it, was, maybe it was five million times larger than something else then. I think you're probably thinking of like the Milky Way or something like that, like super galaxies or something like that. No, it was a star. It's just it, it's probably not the sun that it's five million times the size of. The size of Earth or something, yeah. So that one's true. Um, there are three planets in the solar system without any moons. Mercury, Venus, and the dwarf planet Sirius. Sirius. Oh, wow. So it was the first one. The first one, but I took a slightly different approach because I wanted to make it a little bit trickier for you. So um, I thought of this as a as a lie, but then I actually researched what the real one, real answer was. The real answer is every hour the sun produces more solar energy than the entire energy needs of human civilization. And what did you say? I put every minute. Okay, that is extreme. I feel like you've just <laughs> uh, that's really. Uh, yeah, but a keep very, in mind, yeah, but, tiny glimmer of a lie there. Yeah, but keep in mind, I like thought of this, and then I thought of what, like, I just, you know, I didn't just, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, within basically, the confines, within the rules of the game, you have defeated us. Basically, this is what I did last week. Except last week, I didn't check what the actual one was, and then you guys weren't happy because you were like, "Oh, well, it could be." So this this time, I actually did check it up just to make sure that I, you know. I'm impressed, right, so. Luna Lewis. I've got you there, uh, Terrestrial Tim. And, yeah, uh, you White did. You, you you completely did us there because yeah. even our backup answer was wrong. Yeah, you got done. Like space kippers. Indeed. Good spatial awareness there, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about spatial? It's spelled with a T that's instead true. of a C. That's yeah, true. That's that's I've always found that weird. Spatial. Yeah. yeah. Spatula awareness. Yeah. I wouldn't donate to that charity. <laughs> anyway. All right, well, much like there's a beginning for everything, the Big Bang, there also has to be an end. I didn't even write that. That's quite good. Um, the yeah, end like of that, that, that's the end of the episode. I've ruined it now. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was episode 11 of Brush Hour with me, Tim, my uh, friend Lewis. Uh, oh, I've got it wrong this time. My friend Will. No, White Dwarf Will. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> With me, Terrestrial Tim, my friend White Dwarf Will. Bye. And our friend Luna Lewis. Beep, 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 beep. Bye. Um, you can add timeline footnotes. Do you ever do that, Lewis? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <All right, then>. <laughs> 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 Um... <laughs>